0: 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6.
1: Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. This is Red Eye Radio.
2: All across America and around the planet, we are Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. Welcome and good morning. Thank you for being here. Thank we made you. it We made it to uh, uh, Thursday. We did. You know, we, we uh, went through and played audio cuts earlier in the show and you can listen to it on our podcast when that comes out here another hour or so. Uh, of the uh, the the show to uh, start off the show but i was just i was thinking with the debate last night there's been a lot of analysis on it that yeah i mean it was a lot better debate but it's meaningless right and and i talked about it in an article that said it was meaningless because uh you know because trump isn't there but if for the fourth debate if you have three the three others step out and you have Haley and DeSantis left. I think yeah. it was Isaac Shore New York Post brought mm-hmm. this up. Mm. The three others are out. And by the time you get to January <clears throat> one of them drops out and you have Trump and one other. Yeah. Trump only has 44 percentage points in Iowa. Right? Right. Am I correct in saying that anybody who is going to vote for Trump is already in that forty-four percent. Yes, because if that is the case, that is what you'd be hoping. Because what is making this not, and 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 I don't know. I mean, maybe you might have Ramaswamy people go to uh, to to Trump. I'm just throwing his name out. I I don't know whether that would mm. be the case or not. But, I think some, yeah, but I, I, it's hard to measure how many though. Yeah, but let it it would be. And, and you look at Nikki Haley's, and I, again, I don't want to go by one poll, but you look at uh, Nikki Haley's numbers, you know, right now. If you ask me, I'd rather, if, if it was between Nikki Haley and a DeSantis, I'd rather ha- want a DeSantis. Yeah. And the reason I'd want DeSantis is because uh, he, uh, you know, I am not have not been impressed by his performance as a presidential candidate. Mm-hmm. But I've been impressed by his governorship of Florida. And that's right. all that matters right. to me is right, can you get things done? Can you pull people together? Right. Not that I think Nikki Haley is horrible in any way. It just comes down to okay, who do I think has the executive experience to get it done? And I look at him and go, Okay, you know, that not that she did, you know, as governor too. Sure. But I just view him as being much more effective in Florida. Yeah. And yeah. And, and again, it's a uh Either one would be fine, to me, either than any Democrat. Oh, but, sure. But it's like if it, if it came down. But if you get it down to two by January in Iowa, where Trump's only at forty four percent. Now again, at might not, not might not necessarily matter at all, uh, because Trump lost Iowa in twenty sixteen. Right.
0: Does he need to in the primary win mm-hmm. Iowa uh, during the uh, uh, during the? Uh, primary season, uh, and what changes between now and then. I mean, obviously, he's going to campaign in Iowa uh, in the field and and the governor of Iowa endorsing DeSantis. I don't know how much weight that carries. Uh, I guess we'll see. Um, but it's inevitable, I think, that it will come down to those three. And you see money going in all of those directions. You're seeing it for DeSantis. You saw money fairly early. Now, DeSantis has had his share problems in terms of the organization itself, the campaign itself. But he shares those same problems with the 2016 version of Donald Trump. And that is, you know, the direction of the campaign, campaign managers and, and and staff and everything else and there's been some uh disruption there and i don't know if that is even factored in i think it all comes down to uh where the donors are going to how patient maybe the donors might be for that to play out but also where they're going to, wh- where they're going to campaign how they're going to campaign how they're going to spend that money and it will be vastly different. Donald Trump has rallies. But you often have to come out of those rallies and, you know, go into the ice cream well, store and get some rocky road.
2: You know, you 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 look at the overall numbers, but the overall numbers don't mean anything. It's go state by state. Cuz that's, yeah, exactly. prim- that's how the yes. primary goes. So I by the if- way, I
0: saw one of those national polls the other day. Uh, I think it was yesterday or day before. And I thought, well, that's meaningless. You need to break it down by state.
2: Uh, so the Iowa caucus uh, number one, where I think he's at forty four percent. Next one would be uh, New Hampshire. Yeah. A few days later, right? Week later, whatever it is, mm-hmm. a couple of days later, mm-hmm. um, and the average he's at forty six point five. Yeah. So in the first two states,
0: he he's not above fifty. Not above fifty.
2: And if you're down to two candidates, if it gets to, let's say, uh, you know, uh, Ramaswamy, Christie, DeSantis, uh, excuse me, Ramaswamy, Scott, and Christie say, okay, we're done, we're out. Yeah. Then you've got you've got two in the next debate, and then after that, you know, whatever the polling is, you look and and say, because um, here would be the question. Uh, who would pick up most of the Who would pick up most of the votes that would go to Christy, Ramaswamy Scott Whatever down the line, who would pick up more DeSantis or Haley? Who would more go to Haley? I think from I think from Tim Scott I
0: think it would uh, and I'm, it's a it's loosely a a, a guess, but I, I I think that would be DeSantis, but I could be wrong. Right. But, you, uh, it, but, and I say Scott first, because it's it's believed that he is out of money, uh, that he is, you know, in, in fact, in danger of his campaign and in danger of being in some pretty serious debt. And when that happens, that's, you know, the sign to get out. And keep in mind, you know, in my mind, <laughs> I'm still in the, the summer. I'm still, but no, we're, you know, we're approaching mid-November now. And. December is a big dropout month uh, for for candidates, and we're already seeing that, and and we may see
2: that from Ramaswamy and Tim Scott sooner than later. And and in a, any normal election, n- in normal times, uh, I would say that the person that was in the lead, for example, Trump. And by the way, it's the last one, the Trafalgar Group, mm-hmm. which has Trump uh, yeah. at forty four. Right. All right. Right. Uh, he's averaging forty-seven point three, but that was eleven three through eleven five. It's Trafalgar. You know, are they more accurate? And Haley know. is at fifteen in that one. She's is that a, right. She's at, uh, Desantis is at eighteen. She's at fifteen. Okay, but and but you look at it and you say, all right, everybody drops out because then people start coales- coalescing around a, a particular candidate, going, okay, yeah, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in the civil trial. We don't know what's going to happen, be- you know, with Trump. Between now and uh, and January, uh, I read that
0: DeSantis is at thirteen; and she's at fifteen, and from the Trafalgar, that's what uh, RCP has. Maybe it's a misprint at RCP.
2: I'm looking at RCP right now. Trump forty-four, DeSantis eighteen, Haley fifteen, and Trafalgar, Trafalgar, mm. um, Scott nine, Ramaswamy five, Christie five, Bergam four. The rest hmm. is zero. I wonder why RCP has that wrong. Interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean they have it right for Haley. Well, I guess the the, the point is cuz we're just if, if he's under 50. Yeah. But normally I'd say that the lead candidate is still going to pick up have that in a, in a normal primary that you're going to have whoever if if Trump had 44 odds are he's going to pick up another 10, 15 points at the minimum from all the other candidates. Right. But this is a whole different ballgame with Trump. hmm That the people to him are so loyal that if they're for him now, boom, they're going to be for him. If you're not for Trump in the Republican Party right now, odds are that means you have a problem with him. Right. Because this is a unique election.
0: Mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm.
2: and, and so if you get it down to two candidates... Because Trump won't be a part of the December debate. And then after that, in December, and you've still got a full month left, they pull out. Will a ton of money go to that one person who was left? And at that point, do they have a shot against Trump? I still don't think hmm. they... I'm asking the question, doubting my premise. <laughs> Does that make sense? Hmm dotting my premise that it will that it will happen that way. Mm-hmm. I still don't know how Trump doesn't get it. I'm simply asking the question in an election where you can see tremendous movement and and in an election and primary that has such unique variables to it that you don't find and haven't found in modern politics, does that give one a choice if it all comes out to the fact that after the next debate Either DeSantis or Haley pulls out, and Scott Ramaswamy and Christie are gone at that point. Where they go, okay, and I can see a Christie and a Scott pulling out. I don't know about Ramaswamy. Mm. I can see them saying, "Okay, we got to get for best for the party." I'm not going to get it, and I'm not going to waste any more money. Well, and and because they're yeah. seasoned politicians, right, right? They've been there before, right? And it's like, okay, I want the Republican Party to win. And if you do hate, if you're a Christie and you do hate Trump as much as he does. You don't help by staying in, right? Yep. And Scott, he's just out of money mm-hmm. and hasn't made an impact. He just he hasn't. He just you know. Yeah. Yeah. I I
0: suspect uh, that uh, that he'll be out uh, fairly soon. At the latest, mid December, but you know, I guess we'll see.
2: And let's look at since the middle of, uh, let's look at the, since the very beginning of September, Trump in in Iowa, uh, 51, 49, 49, 46, 51, 55, 43, 44. Hmm. And so you've seen a slight erosion at that point where he's gone from being over 50 to now under 50. Yeah, right. Does that give DeSantis or Haley a shot? And if you get to that point and the big money people say, look, Haley can win. Their internal polls show what the New York Times poll showed. She would win big over Biden, mm. more than DeSantis. Does the big money that doesn't wish to go to Trump, is there an emphasis from those big donors to get DeSantis out and go behind Haley? Mm. Just a question, all hypothetical, I don't... Yeah, could be. I love making hypotheticals that I don't, don't necessarily buy into myself. <laughs> well, because it's it, it really is about the behavior of the
0: voter, not so much... Right, not what I think. And, and also, yeah. history doesn't apply anymore. There are only a few elements that, that really do apply historically. We're in uncharted territory we just are and you know there are so many things too that that kind of change for me and it has to be the case for a number of people i think but after october 7th the tone of the primary changed the tone of the gop and the house changed i mean what my perception is Or what I wanted from them in terms of behavior and what they were saying, what they were promoting. Everything shifted because priorities shifted. Someone made the case the other day, uh, and it's long been the case. Oh, it was uh, they reposted something from Charles Krothammer in National Review. And it goes back to 2009. And he said, look, you know, Israel you know, saying that they should defend themselves. But if Israel falls, it is the the beginning of the end for, you know, uh, essentially uh, Western nations. They are that last battleground from that region and everything from there just, you know, mm-hmm. starts to disintegrate, which we've known f- for years, well, but I think it was one of those things that was a good reminder because they re-, they re- Printed that or or posted it at National Review yesterday or day before. And it's one of those things that where you go back and you look at how long this battle's been going on. And also have to consider now the new radical position by so many on the left All against right.
2: Israel. Now, the polls don't show it over the last couple of weeks that I'm looking at right here for Trump. But post-October 7th, now we know domestically the number one issue is prices inflation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Trump has a huge lead over that over Biden, as we know. I mean, mm-hmm. massive lead over it, right? And all the foreign you know, the foreign relations stuff has sort of been forgotten, right? Does that come back to the forefront now? And I don't see how that, I don't see how October seventh and how Trump uh, reacted when Iran's proxies were you know, killing or attempting to kill Americans, and Trump's response, killing Soleimani, Mm -hmm. that was huge. And you hear a lot of it now. You hear a lot of it, Trump's foreign policy was better. Mm -hmm. And it was proven because he did it while he was in office. Does that make him stronger? It may not relate in the polls over the last couple of weeks, but does that make him stronger? Because now uh, something that isn't domestic, Israel, is now on top of everybody's mind, And I'm telling you, the the anti-Semitism and everything else helps to drive that. Yeah, right. I can't see how Trump isn't stronger as a candidate after that. I'm glad you brought up October 7th. Mm. Yeah.
3: 866 90 eye This morning's USDA Farm Report is brought to you by Howes Products. Tested, trusted, guaranteed since 1920. Reduce deception, increase transparency, and for contract poultry producers, create...
0: A more level playing field for these growers...
3: Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack telling reporters this week his department's about to publish a final rule that would require poultry integrators to create and give to potential contract growers what's called a live poultry dealer disclosure document.
0: This document uh, is designed to provide a a realistic uh, set of outcomes that growers can expect before they make an important contracting decision or before uh, they make uh, key capital investment decisions.
3: The document would lay out specifics about such things as costs and facilities requirements and what happens if a flock is hit by a disease outbreak. In other words...
0: To better inform uh, growers in terms of of what they're getting into, if you will, uh, during the course of their uh, arrangement.
3: He said this is just one of several rules being developed to improve fairness in livestock markets and competition in those markets. Gary Crawford for the U.S. Department of Agriculture.
0: This report brought to you by Cenex Fuels and Lubes.
1: Get in touch with Red Eye Radio. Toll free at 866-90-RED-EYE. Hey,
2: Trotter Radio. He's Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara. We had a difference in the polling we were looking at because I was looking at Iowa and New Hampshire specifically you were looking at the national, Yeah, I thought we
0: we were moving on to the like the national no. uh, makeup of of who drops out and where those points go. Well, you know, if you get it down to just Iowa I don't I don't know that you have you're going to have uh I It's hard to say whether or not a Ramaswamy drops out between now and Iowa. And and I would have to include also Chris Christie there. Chris Christie's there to be a thorn in the side of Donald Trump, full stop. And I don't know how much money he has to spend. You know, you go through Iowa and New Hampshire and then call it quits. I don't know. Because for Chris Christie, he just wants to be in the media, you know, going after Donald Trump.
2: The other thing is, uh, when you look at it, cause I was, I was actually looking at, uh, uh, Nikki Haley more than DeSantis. Mm, but if you have yeah. those two in, and let's say Nikki, let's say Nikki Haley gains a couple of points out of this one. Right. Not from Trump, but just a couple of points overall. Right, three or right. four points. Right. And then you get to December and she does it again. If DeSantis drops out, does she have a chance? But then again, the third primary would be South Carolina and she gets blown out of the water in the mm, polls. By Trump. To Trump, yeah.
1: A fourth branch of government. Eric Harley and Gary McNamara on Red Eye Radio.
2: In Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. All right. We talked about the Republicans. Now the, the Democrat uh, situation here. Mm-hmm. Uh, now this is a surprise. All right. Because we, we talk about where the Democratic Party is heading right now when it comes to Biden. Right. California. You ready? All right. For the first time in his presidency, Biden is now underwater in California. Hmm. Some 52% of uh, California residents disapprove of the president's job performance, while 44% uh, approve. A huge reversal from earlier this year when 57% approved and just 39% disapproved. Wow. Wow. That's from UC Berkeley's Institute of Government Studies found in their latest survey. Biden's ratings have plummeted significantly within his own party, particularly among women, Latinos, Asians, and Californians under the age of 40. Voters are most disgruntled with his handling of immigration and inflation. And that's why I say and look, when it comes to analyzing politics, I could be a partisan, but I'm not. In fact, if I'm a, uh, if, if I'm a partisan in any way, it's maybe it's bizarro part partisanism because I look at it in a, and, and I get angry at the Republicans for not doing better. <laughs> sure. So I'm not trying to I'm not trying to sugarcoat it at all. And you and I don't try to sugarcoat anything we'll deal with whatever the reality is. But when you look at it and, you know, you see, uh, you know, Republicans are lost and, and Democrats are cheering. And then you say, well, wait a minute, what happened in the state of Texas on the actual issues? Hmm. That's quite conservative on fiscal issues, even for Texas, it was through the roof on their fiscal conservatism. Uh, and then you look at, uh, you look at uh, what happened uh, the uh, executive in uh, uh in in long island you know that victory and then you look at virginia and put it into perspective with the number of people from washington dc that live in northern virginia and mm-hmm. how close that still was even though republicans didn't get to what they want in a traditional uh uh you know blue state and you say okay you know what is it what is it really about and can you we had played the audio from Nikki Haley, ex, you know, explaining this is the pathway of how we should explain uh, the, you know, abortion. And you then look at polling like this, and we know the polling in general. You, In fact, you and I were looking at the civics poll. Well, it's funny That's that you done, brought that yeah. up. I decided to
0: go to the civics California poll, and guess what's happened there? Oh. He's underwater in California. Uh... It is not the first time he's been underwater in the civics poll. I have to go back. Uh, But guess where the shift happened after October 7th. And it's noted in the timeline in the civics poll, Hamas attack on Israel. And you see it. You see that shift. It it started officially a few days after that attack. And now it's forty-eight disapprove, forty-two approve in the Civics poll in Cal in California. Now he's been underwater before. Uh, this goes back to what's interesting. <laughs> when he tested positive for COVID. He was at disapprove in California, 37% approve. That's been the widest swing so far. But here lately, there's also been that shift where he is currently at 48 disapprove, 42 approve, a negative six in California. It's a big deal. And it's a big deal on a number of fronts when you see other pollsters show that as well. We've known the party, his party, doesn't want him to run again. You've got more and more prominent Democrats saying, look, it's time for him to announce he's not going to run. If he's going to announce, he should do it now. And we believe, you know, because of his age, it's not because of his age. I think it's become because of a, a number of things. I think for the Democrats, I think it is the everything. I think it's everything going on with the investigation. I think it is the response to October 7th and the fact that he cannot lead as commander-in-chief or as president. Um, I think it's the economy. I think it's the border. The, the Democrats see New York and Chicago. They see it and they know everything that's going on with with the broken border they they understand all the stuff that is broken this is not about his age there is an issue with his cognitive problems whatever they may be there is an issue there and that is part of the
2: concern but that's not the main driver the other thing is we talk about the abortion issue when it comes to candidates and can the republicans overcome it and so i look and and it's perfect to look at california because you have Probably the most liberal state, especially with young people, you would you would assume that. All right, I'm, I said I don't want to say that's an absolute, but you would assume that. That's a safe assumption to make. that California probably has the most liberal young people, maybe yeah. except for maybe a Massachusetts. Right, uh, females, females eighteen to thirty four. He's underwater. 41 to 39, 41% disapprove, 39% approve, neither approve or disapprove, 20%. Well, that 20% is through the roof, which means those are are young women that don't approve or disapprove. That is a huge number because you have basically uh, 61% that either disapprove or really have no opinion. That's huge. That's 18 to 34. Now. 35 to 49, he's still underwater. Women, females, California, 44 to uh, 43 uh, with 13%. uh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Where he does better with women, 50 to 64, 65 plus. Where 50 to 64, 53% approval, 40% disapprove, 65 plus, 58% approve. 35% disapprove. So the older liberal you are, and this is a question that I have to ask because you and I brought this up yesterday. Abortion is not as relevant to women as it was 40 years ago. Why? Birth control. Yeah. And so when you look at it, you would assume that those... Uh, the those women in the age group, and, and by the way, for the sake of of discussion, in California, we hope that you do accept that uh, we are saying that only women get pregnant, right? But in the ages of women that get pregnant in California, they disapprove of Biden. Mm. If abortion was that big of an issue to young people, to young women. The most liberal young women that you would most likely find in California, would Biden be underwater? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's a great question. I'm I'm not making a statement. I'm making a question. And I'm not making a statement by asking that question. Well, so
0: interesting looking at the civics polling, 18 to 34 right now, he's far underwater in California. I know. 50 to 35.
2: Oh yeah because men oh the the I I was just looking at women there the men it's just uh, yeah. it's it's mind boggling uh 65 plus he's well above
0: water 5243 but also interesting to look at the overall california picture and where he was underwater before and initially Uh, It came after the uh, Russian invasion of Ukraine. There was a small shift where he had come back above water in California and then went way underwater in the months following that. I don't know if that was the driver there, but if you can correlate that, right, foreign relations to also the attack on Israel, which is where we saw the latest shift, Again, in California, according to civics and him being underwater after October 7th, that shift started to happen again. Mm-hmm. Is is that their concern or is that just a coincidence or is it just California, the very blue California saying we want another liberal in office? We want. No, you may make- right. have a to handle this. That's we think point. he would handle this a lot better, you know, because if you go back to Ukraine, in those months where he really started to go, and that was the in the months following the invasion of Ukraine by Russia in California in the Civics poll, that's where he was the furthest underwater in California overall. And is it that, well, we believe a Democrat could help the Ukrainian, you know, because you had liberals really jump on board that, you know, uh, in, in a big way. Did they think, well, if we had a young liberal in office, they would be doing something to help Ukraine? more to help ukraine or whatever i don't know it's just i'm no, again young, like you have a question
2: but young people yep. they're they're yep. split i mean yep. they're they're that's not a huge issue when you look at males in california hmm. 57% disapprove 57% disapprove of this is all males 57% disapprove of obama obama biden 36% approve mm-hmm. 18 to 34 58 disapprove 31% approve 35 to 49 63% disapprove of Biden's job performance 30% approve those are mind-boggling numbers I mean there is you get those kind of numbers in youth there's an anger at him and as you and I have stated before Biden actually is the most the things that he has done makes him the most liberal president in modern American history, oh,
0: yeah. yeah, by his actions, yeah. You, you might, yep. you
2: might say all of American history. I'm just, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about what I have personally experienced <laughs> in, in my yeah. years yeah. in the last half century or more. Mm-hmm. There's nobody that's been more liberal in a power position than Biden, and horrible approval numbers from males in California and young females in California he's also underwater yeah. so that's why i look at what happened yesterday i'm like i don't know what i don't know what you take out of it i i don't view it as doom and gloom as so many republicans have or as uh, as the cockiness that you've seen in democrats with this great celebration i don't buy into it yet based on what happened there based on a number of factors not only the polling but also uh, what happened in Long Island, what happened in Texas. Just the numbers are mind-boggling on fiscal issues in Texas. 80 to 20, 83, 17, you know, against a wealth tax, you know, almost 70% against 30%, you know, for. Those are those are incredible numbers, Even yeah. in the, even yeah. in the state of Texas, which isn't as red as some red states or well, hasn't been, as red as some other red states have. Remember, we were a, what, a democratic state up to what mm. early '90s, yeah. Til, till till yeah. Bush till right. Bush won, right? And and so uh, you look at it, and it's like one of the things we've said is we have so many variables that have never existed before in American politics, and we have had we have things right now that have all come together where reality has hit the hypothetical or abstract and reality is now taking over and there's nothing you can do about reality. And that's inflation. You can't stop it. You cannot You cannot continue to manipulate the dollar. You can't continue the incredible spending. The other thing that Republicans haven't been able to use yet is, well, the, the, the Biden administration can't use, they can't use the debt anymore, can they? No, that they've reduced the deficit. That's right. gone. Right eight six six ninety red eye.
1: We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara.
2: On Radio, he's our Carly, and I'm Gary McNamara. Just check this out here mm. in uh, in California. We're talking about Biden overall underwater. Then we went to the civics poll. Civics poll is a poll that's taken every single day during the presidency. Right, right. So you can follow it every single day, and they break it down to every demographic. And sometimes we've questioned their credibility because they've just remained too consistent for too long at periods of time. Right. It just we seemed like they kind of turned right. it off or something. But uh, black men... 18 to 34. They disapprove of Biden in California, 47 to 37. Ages 35 to 49, they disapprove of Biden, 51 to 38. Latinos overall in California, he's underwater by 10 points.